Hi, aloha and welcome to Spirit Chat. So today's uh, podcast or Spirit Chat is going to be a little bit different because I did a live streaming video just right before this for my Empath University and there was some really, really good info in there that I wanted to turn into a podcast and that is three very important spiritual tools that you really need to be utilizing right now. Super, super important spiritual tools. And the way that it unfolded in the live streaming, however, was so good and the, the info was so juicy that I thought, how am I gonna then turn around and re remember how to say the same things in the same way that I did? And I thought, well, that's just silly, it's already recorded, so I'm just gonna go ahead and do something I normally don't do because normally, these live streaming chats are specifically for my Empath University students, but in this case, I'm making an exception with everything going on right now, all the anxieties and, and different uh, ways that people are handling it. I keep getting a lot, a lot of emails on how to uh, be calmer and how to, how to just get through it better, and that's where I thought that this was really, really important. So today I'm gonna be talking about the three spiritual tools mindset. I'm going to get into that and there's going to be a lot of good info on that. So don't just, don't let your eyes glaze over and be like, oh, mindset. It's actually a lot of stuff about universal laws, perspective, things that mindset that sets that I have, how I'd like you to change that. And I actually have a really good book for you on that. If you're catching this during this time, specifically in the next five days, I'm going to give that to you for free but we're gonna be talking about how to utilize your mindset better, how to uh, work with energy and your mindset better. So that's gonna be really important. Clearing energy, how I, I would suggest that you clear energy, why it's important, why I'm gonna get into that. And then my most favorite, which is spiritual distancing. That actually came to me during this live streaming um, session that I did and it, I'm gonna use it all the time because it is something, it's a spiritual tool that will work phenomenally with what's going on right now. I have a lot of people going, well, how do I handle this and how do I do this? I'm going to get kind of into detail about the spiritual distancing. And as a bonus at the end, since you are being able to kind of get a little sneak peek into one of the live streamings at Empath U, I'm going to be answering some questions. So that's just a bonus thing if you want to listen in on that. Anyways, so I'm going to roll right on over into the live streaming session. I hope you enjoy. It's going to be, there's going to be some really good stuff in there. I'm really excited about this. I think you're going to find it super useful. All right. Enjoy. A lot of people during a time like this, they start to feel out of control. They start to feel out of control because they're worried about like, uh, the economy and jobs and and they feel like you know you don't feel like you have control when people are talking about a global pandemic somehow it feels it, it can feel very scary especially if you're sensitive if you're sensitive your psychic senses are blossoming you are an empath and you're like super tuned into the energy on a spiritual level on a universal level on a global level just even at your home office or maybe in your family, it can cause you to have a lot of anxiety. And there's some things that you can do so that you don't feel so out of control. What a lot of people tend to do when they feel so out of control, and I am going to do a podcast on this, so if you're kind of missing this or 
you want to know a little bit more when I do the podcast, because I do feel like this is such an important topic for everybody. Uh, it, some of it might be repeated on the podcast, etc. But when people start feeling out of control, what do they do? Well, apparently they're buying toilet paper because <laughs> that's one of the things that they do. But they get reactive. And so they're hoarding food, even though the food, su food supply chain is not in danger. And they start to, um, you know, buy toilet paper because that's what they feel like they have control over. And it helps to calm the anxieties. So if you are sensitive, you are in Empath University, you're going to want to do things a little bit different. And I'm telling you, it really, really works. That's why I'm explaining this to you. So there's a couple things that you're going to want to do, and then I'm going to get into answering the questions like that Vicki had and, and uh, Sally and just different people. And or if you have questions, you guys can absolutely post them while we're talking. So here's the first thing. You should be somewhat familiar with universal laws because, well, because you're in the Empath University, right? And we talk about energy. This should allow you a little bit of a window in kind of what's going to be shifting uh, frequency-wise. I am probably not going to go entirely into that in the podcast, but since you guys are in the university, I feel like you are, um, you know, accepting, accepting this type of information. So some of the things that have been predicted over the years was once this frequency shift starts to happen, basically two things are going to happen there's going to be a sudden high vibe shift and there's going to be um, a lot of people who are feeling very confused or feeling, um, you know, lost in a sense. This is going to lead to a lot of spiritual awakenings. When you're moving from a lower vibration, such as the physical world that we've lived in for a very long time, it's a, it's a different vibration. A physical vibration frequency is, is a different frequency. It's kind of a lower frequency. So you want to imagine it like the old-time radios where they have, or old-time TVs where you have like maybe the antenna frequency. And what we're doing is we're moving into a super high def frequency. So think of your high def TVs now, right? Okay, so you're going from like the antenna TVs to the high def TVs, HD TVs. So how that works on a body level, on an energetic level, is you know how your antenna TVs won't necessarily play HD channels or HD movies? It's kind of the same thing. Your physical and spiritual body has to adjust to receive and work with a, an HD frequency. I'm just using that for an analogy, okay? So... There has to be some changes in the body and your spiritual self in order to work with this new frequency. Now, what's been predicted for a very long time has been that there would be, um, you would either adjust to the frequency or you would sort of check out. And what that means, everybody started freaking out because they started thinking, well, is there going to be a global, um, you know, like, I don't know, an asteroid's going to hit and all of a sudden, you know, or like tsunamis are going to happen. And they started thinking like world disasters, um, kind of like the Noah's Ark type of thing. And everybody who was of lower frequency was going to be wiped out. Well, if you think about it, this is 
somewhat kind of along the same lines in a sense that it is affecting us globally. Uh, there are deaths that are occurring, but when I look at it psychically, just like I was talking about before, a lot of the people who are passing at this time, you have to understand that their journey is very separate from your journey. So don't attach yourself to their journey, even if it's somebody who you know, because you do have a say in when you check out. We're all going to eventually check out because we're just, that's, you know, that's nothing we, we can escape eventually. But uh, how that happens, you do get somewhat of a say and then it also is um, something that you write into your chart. And the way that I see it psychically with a lot of these people is they're not ready to adjust to a higher frequency. They are also okay with the life that they've lived. And then as it moves on, then they get to the point where they get to choose whether to get better or whether to check out. And we can't really judge them for that journey. That's something that I feel we need to respect. But it's something I feel that you don't need to fear because your journey is not their journey. So how this might affect you on a spiritual level is that you might find that you are uh, unsatisfied in what you're currently doing. You might find that you are more aware of an unhappiness level that maybe, or like a satisfaction level, you've sort of satisfied or settled, I guess I would say, um, in your life up until this point, whether it be relationships, jobs, that sort of thing. So you're going to find that your satisfactory level on a soul level is going to be exposed, okay? When we're shifting frequencies, that your, your, your soul stuff is going to crack open and it's going to be exposed. And how you deal with that, however, is going to be very different for all people. Some people are going to go, you know what, I, this feels very raw to me, feels very like sunburnish. Like it's, it's right there, but I don't want to do this and, you know, I don't want to deal with it. So I'm just going to stay out of the sun. Then you, you have those people. That's kind of where you ignore it. You just keep doing what you're doing and you kind of, um, force yourself to, uh, you know, just avoid certain situations that make it apparent that you're not like super stoked about where you're at on soul level or where you're headed. Then you have the alternate method, which is I'm still going to to enjoy life so I need to figure out how to make this work for me and I need to understand that I really do like the outdoors and so you discover sunscreen and you discover all these other techniques of and more things that you like doing outdoors that maybe is not full sun exposure my point being you learn about who you are in a deep soul level which is who you know yourself as when you're not here on the physical plane so that being said you might find there's some frustration some uh, curiosity, some confusion on who you are and in what you really want out of life. So now is super, super good opportunity to learn more about where your unsatisfactory levels are and what you can do to shift those to satisfactory and above satisfactory levels. Hence, that all affects your spiritual immune system, which then affects your physical immune system. And that's why I'm saying you do have control and you do have a choice. Because if I leave you with nothing else at all, now is the time to really be paying attention to your spiritual health and your physical health. 
And it's really important to do that for a reason because your spiritual health also dictates your physical health. But you want to you wanna look at both. You want to manage both. You want to make sure, especially if you're sensitive, that you're exercising. I swear, I have this on today and I'm like, I, I swear I have this on every single time I do one of these. But it's because I'm exercising uh, during the day. I'm very committed to this because of my sensitivities, especially in a time such as now. Um, and so you want to visit those and you want to decide, are you happy with where you're going in life right now? Because that's going to dictate a lot of your health scenarios moving forward into the future. We are seeing it right now. We are seeing how people's, how they've lived their life is now currently affecting their health and how that's being dictated. Uh, some people are healing nicely and wonderfully. Some people are completely unaffected by it, right? So you're seeing all the different stages of that. The other thing is what I would like you to uh, learn from this is as we move into this higher frequency, you should be a lot more aware of uh, universal laws and energy because that's basically where you're you will feel like you will gather control back. We don't control anything, but you will definitely feel like you have a say-so in your future life experience. You will not feel so like terrified and worried and whatever, right? And how does that tie in? Because like I said, we're moving frequencies and as we're moving frequencies, universal energy, that frequency is gonna become more powerful and more powerful and more extreme. That means manifestation, different things like that. If you learn how to work with universal energy, you're going to start learning more of how accurate things are are moving forward and how much control you have and let me give you some examples and then i'm gonna well let me explain something to you but then i'll give you some examples so one of the things that i am doing for you guys is i did write this book universal laws right uh, i'm sure you can see it uh, for those of you who follow me <laughs> it's all crooked um this is sounding gonna sound really funny but it's literally one of my favorite books and I wrote it, so it's very strange. But I did channel it, so um, that it, I absolutely love this book. I live my life by this book. I'm going to give it to everybody I possibly can for free over the next five days. I'm lit. I'm going to like. I'm going to put it on my social media. I'm going to put it in my group. But I want you guys to have this for free. I don't want there to be any blocks. I don't want there to be any income blocks. I don't want there to be any. Um, any type of blocks where you can't thrive in this. And I'll tell you why. Because you're, one of the things that you're going to have to change, and this is what I'm going to do the podcast on, is you're going to have to shift your mindset. This is super, 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 I cannot express super enough. Um, one of the things that you need to do right now, the spiritual world is calling for this. I'm having dreams about it. I'm being told about it and I'm being channeled about it. It's time to shift your mindset. So if you haven't done it yet, now is the time. And if you haven't done it yet, this book is going to start you to help shift that mindset into the frequency we're moving into. And it will start free tomorrow. So tomorrow um, it will be posted everywhere because I just want you guys all to have it. You need to shift your mindset into understanding how this energetically is really going to help the world eventually. How it's actually going to eventually help you in your own personal life. Okay? Um, because this is how this is how it's going to go. This is what we're moving into. 
Um, so in shifting your mindset, here's some of the simple things. These are simple things that I'm talking about. So for instance, how have I been handling stuff like this? Truthfully, I'm as human as you are. Even though that I have a lot of psychic visions on seeing it come in, um, and I know that it's been around Hawaii and different parts of the state, and I know that the, the results are going to keep going up and up and up because that's just a numbers thing. Even if it's been around since October, if you keep testing people, they're going to keep showing positive because you never tested them before. So the numbers are going to continue to grow. That's just going to happen, right? And that's going to happen until people calm down and stop worrying about being tested, like I was talking about, until April, middle of April, end of April. But if you keep watching the news, that, that's where that fear comes in, right? So here's what I did personally, because I could even look at the news for a half a minute, find myself going, whoa, that like, okay, that's weird and a little bit scary. And then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Why am I, why am I even listening to this? This is like ridiculous. So the other thing is if you go out in the world whatsoever, a lot of people are hoarding food. So let me give you an example. I uh, had <laughs> went somewhere and um, we bred on a daily in my house, and I have a very specific breakfast that I eat. I eat um, hash, browns, hash browns and toast every day. It's because I work out, my blood sugar is lower than normal, so I need carbs. So that being said, <clears throat> uh, we went somewhere to get some groceries, not like a bunch of groceries, but just grocery shopping, and the whole entire bread aisle, and I mean the whole entire bread aisle, gone, not any bread anywhere. But I thought, you know, this is weird. I'm not going to panic about this because eventually I got to find bread, right? And the other thing that I wanted to get was rice. Another thing I was just like, okay, well, there's no rice anywhere. Like, not even. And I was just like, you know what? It's got to show up somewhere. I'm, not, I'm. It's just, this is too weird not to show up. And so, uh, long story short, it was like a day later. Uh, you keep going into these places and there's no bread or no rice. And I'm just like, eventually it's going to be somewhere. I went into one store who completely had just restocked all the bread. And I know because of the events that happened that led me to that store, it was kind of not, co it was not coincidental that I was in there. A few things happened that made me go to this particular store at this particular time. And the entire bread aisle was just restocked completely. Got a couple loaves of bread because my mindset is the bread's going to show up when I need it. I don't need to buy 10 loaves of bread. And that same trip, I happened to go in this other store, and they just happened to restock all the rice. Which, again, I was like, okay, that's weird, because all the other stores were out. But, again, the rice showed up when I needed it. So I bought one bag of rice, because I don't need 20 bags of rice. Other people need rice, whatever. So, as you can see, my mindset is like, okay, it's going to show up when I need it to. And, truthfully, it's been showing up every time I've needed it to during this time. The other thing that happened is I know people were worried about the economy. And I just had a feeling and a mindset. I just had decided in my mind, and I just believed it to the core of my being, that, you know what, I don't think my business is going to be affected by this. I already worked from home anyways. I just don't, I really feel like this is going to be the time that people are going to be at home. They're going to want to, um, you know, take more classes. They want to learn more about energy. They want to learn more about how to live differently right now. It's needed. It's wanted. It's the time. And I kid you not, a couple classes sold that day, a couple more classes sold the next day. 
it's it's just I'm busy. I'm getting busier now than I've been prior to this. It's just it. I just was convinced that this somehow, you know, people are not going to stop working. They're just going to alter how they're working. Now some people are going to stop working, but here's another example. I was reading something because people were talking about hoarding energy or hoarding energy. Oh, like I guess you can do that too, but hoarding food again. And this guy that um, has uh, uh, supplies a bunch of food chains. He also has like 22 food factories, but he uh, um, supplies 37, I think, food chains. He was talking about, you guys, we have so much food. Like the food, we have people working, it's still going out. It's just like you guys are taking it too fast because you're scared. But he's like, here, it's going, it's going, it's going. Well, everybody talks about how much jobs that they're losing, losing. Um, and they have to stay home. This guy legitly says, I am hiring 10,000 people now. Like, I am hiring 10,000 people. They need to come in. So my point being, there's opportunity out there. Businesses are not shutting down completely, but it's a mindset. It's a mindset. If you need to find other work, there's going to be other places to work. It's not going to last forever. There are going to be um, changes that you might need to even make from this because you're realizing, well, I don't like the way that this went. Maybe uh, maybe you'd like to save more money. Maybe this is an opportunity to get unemployment from your current job so that you can find a different job once this is all over. There's opportunity out there. Like I said, this is a mindset. It's all a mindset. And truthfully, thank goodness it's not a... Um, I feel like this is the best way to get people's attention without it being a, like, I don't know, like the volcanoes aren't blowing up and, you know, there's not ridiculous snowstorms and hurricanes and, you know, I guess I would say environmental things, uh, you know, because we live in Hawaii and we do have hurricanes. If we were to have a really bad hurricane, I get the food thing because they could be knocked out docks, docks could be knocked out, electricity could be knocked out. You know, we still all have electricity. All of our um, roads are working properly. We haven't had anything destroyed as far as environmentally go. It, everything environmentally is still flowing nicely and, and, and we're still set up to do really good things. So that's the other part that you have to like have the mindset on. It's like, you know, it, it's, a, it's, it's going to be okay and there's a lot of ways around it. So mindset. You need to learn how to change your mindset. I'm going to help you with that by giving you guys this book for free. It will be up tomorrow. The other thing is you will also want to clear yourself of negativity and or negative energy besides not watching the news. Um, you know, and you're going to check the news. That's okay. You're going to check and these things. When I say don't watch the news, some of these things will affect your life. So these are the times if you're going to Watch the news, you probably should to see like school closings, uh, if you, you know, if your work's being affected. Um, th that's okay. You should totally know what's going on in your, in your own, you know, your city and what's going on with your work and, and all that sort of thing. Just make sure that you check it and you kind of limit your time with it and you don't get sucked down that rabbit hole. Because I've definitely noticed the last couple of days 
that they're starting to run out of stuff to talk about with the coronavirus. So they're starting to make up other really weird little news stories. And that's when you know that everybody's running out of news stories. So that now they're making up very strange news stories that are based off the coronavirus. So you want to do offer some, you want to have some protection. Um, so the angel meditation that is in a lot of your guys's um, uh, curriculums, you will have the angel clearing meditation. That is one that I highly suggest. I'm actually going to put that up on YouTube. I normally don't do that, but I really, really want to help others who have not taken this class because there's too much toxic energy and too much anxiety that you don't want in your, your etheric body and your, your auric field. You know, you just don't want that in there. So you want to change your mindset. You want to clear the energy around you, clear the energy of your home. You can, uh, what you can do also besides using, using the angel meditation is you could use uh, sage or um, incense and that sort of thing. You really just want to clear the energy. The other things that we're doing, um, or that I do in particular, is, you know, like I have this uh, shungite tourmaline bracelet on. Um, uh, I have obsidian on here. I'm running some specials on those, but that's here nor there. That's a whole different thing. But the angel meditation is in your class. The book is going to be free. Uh, you just want to refocus. And then this is a good time to spend time with your family. It's a good time. Some work, uh, some workplaces are doing some amazing things. Uh, it's a good time to, you know, appreciate that and or help others maybe that need help and or it's a good time to just decide what you want your future to look like. And that's where this is going to come in. When you start reading this, it's going to help you decide how do you want June to unfold? How do you want August to unfold? What about December? This is just because that this is going to fade out and go away. We don't, I don't want you to necessarily just use this to get through this time. I want you to use this to create how you want to move forward in this frequency. I want you to use this to create manifest really cool stuff moving forward. What, where your opportunities are. What is it that you truly desire? I want you to get in touch with that and I want you to observe what's going on without being sucked into that black hole. That's what this book is going to do. It's going to allow you to see things differently. It's going to allow you to see this global pandemic differently. This pandemic is allowing a lot of people's anxieties to get out. It's allowing a lot of people to understand what they're afraid of, where their happiness is. It's going to allow a lot of people to make changes in their lives. It's going to allow some people who don't match it to check out entirely. You know, there's a lot of um, interesting things that's happening with this energetically. So, it, and it's bringing that to our awareness. Okay, so I am going to, I hope you enjoyed that thing I did. Like I said, I want to do a whole podcast on this. And I just will probably put that out. And then you guys will get the book and the links tomorrow. I hope that you enjoy the book. You definitely, and if you've read it, read it again. Because I want you to really um, get into that. Okay, so now what's happened is I've had enough people and enough comments that I might not be able to um, get to some of them. So I'm going to have to 
I'm going to have to look. I, you guys may have to repost some of them because as far as I can go back right now is Sally. Um, so she says, this has become even more amplified by the virus. It's been a long time experience. Uh, why does coming from a spiritual point of view tend to amplify fear and angers and others causing them to verbally attack? How do you handle this both in energetic self-care way as far as uh, a rational way with them? Okay, Sally, I'm... I'm not entirely sure your question, but I'm going to answer as best I can. I'm guessing that you're saying, um, why does, I don't, I don't get the, coming from a spiritual point of view tends to amplify fear and angers and others, but what I, um, what I'll answer is, how do you handle this both energetically and self-care as, as in a ration, how to deal with people? So basically, you want to separate yourself. You want to categorize where you're at. And you're going to have, let you are going to deal with more people who are anxious, angry, upset, and freaked out than you probably ever will in a really long time right now. Um, so what you can do to kind of separate yourself from that is realize, okay, I'm over here being calm, or if you are one of those people, I'm over here like, seeing the world in a different way because right everybody's life is about their perspective and how their mindset right you can have two people in the same place at the same time at a robbery an accident whatever and you can have two entirely different stories like oh gosh thank god i made it through that it's amazing this wonderful stuff like we're we're alive and i have this new outlook on life and you can have this person going oh my god this is going to affect my life forever and oh, i i can never walk into another store i can't walk around by myself and the the world's turning horrible you're always going it's always going to come down to mindset and perspective mindset and perspective what i do in those situations is it i actually kind of don't take it bad at all, I, I find it very telling where somebody's mindset is by their behavior and how they're acting, especially in a time of stress. So I just observe that person and, oh, that's, that's how the world works for you. Because just because these people are acting this way now doesn't mean that they're not going to act that way if something happens at their work, if they have a fight with somebody, if their sports team just lost the Super Bowl or whatever. Um, it means that that's their habit of behavior and that's where their perspective lies. And so I really never take it personally. I find it more interesting. And I find, hmm. Well, if you didn't know that person before, now you know them now because you've learned that they come from a perspective of fear. You've learned that they've come from a perspective of anger. It's not just this. This is just amplifying things because everybody's doing it all at one time, but that's how they handle things in their life. Okay. So I find it super telling and helpful that, that I know where that person's coming from energetically. So how you handle it is you just allow them to freak out if you want that if they want to if you, if they ask for help you go ahead and offer help to them but you distance yourself you don't want to get emotionally wrapped up into their energetic world and their perspective so you practice spiritual distancing that's what we're gonna call this <laughs> oh my god I love that we're gonna practice you guys we're gonna practice spiritual distancing from anybody with toxic energy. 
right? Okay. Anybody who's causing major, who's having anxiety, anybody who might shift your, your calming perspective. That is my new saying. We're all about spiritual distancing. If you're freaking out, you go over there and stay like 10 feet away. <laughs> and if you feel like you're good, then you can go ahead and be in my circle and we will thrive together through this. That is awesome. I can't believe that that just came to me. That's funny. So Sally, spiritual distancing. You need to kind of run them through the test in your mind. If they kind of match something you don't want, you put them over there. Okay. Oh, geez. I'll tell you. Some some of the things that I come up with during podcasts, <laughs> they, they make me laugh. Um, okay, so we have not ran out and bought anything. Dory says must be a little harsh. Um, Holly, I feel like I come across as cold and rude to people that are in a panic because I'm not. You know what? I, I kind of feel bad for those people. Because, so think of it this way, Holly, you know, it's kind of sad. It's sad that that's their perspective in their world because they don't really know any other way. They, they just don't. So, you know, I would, I'm, I'm kind of empathetic towards those people who are anxious because I, I know they're not managing their life well in a way, spiritually or physically, in a way that they feel safe, secure, and grounded. And, and that's a bummer. So, you know, my heart goes out to those people, but I don't want to be in that pool with you. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel bad that you're in that pool. If you want help from me, however, if, if they want help from you, um, I, that's why I'm offering my book. That's why um, I have the classes. You know, heck, if you know people like that and you want to help them, to send them a link to the free copy of the book. That's how I'm helping. I'm helping with meditation and whatever, but I doesn't mean I want them to be in my <laughs> in my spiritual circle. We want the spiritual distancing going on, right? So um, Kimberly says, "Great book, so glad." Oh, Patty, uh, my favorite book too. Awesome. Um, let's see. Never watch the news. Perfect. And somebody's replying to Sally. It doesn't feel personal, but. Not used to family and friends being so amped in negative thoughts, beliefs, feelings for the past few years, and now it feels like they've been pushed over the top energetically. While I want to support them energetically, I am energetically being affected by all negativity. Okay. I kind of like this because it's kind of a save yourself rule right now. I would like to implement the save yourself spiritually rule. We're just going to come up with all kinds of rules. Right now, this is... It's spiritual, spiritual hazmat suit on first. You kind of let everybody else filter through this information. You, during a time of crisis, they will argue with you and dispute everything that you say as far as how long it's going to last, when it's going to end. The, it, people can become very aggressive. So let's not try to, if, if people ask, and they ask your opinion and say, why are you not freaking out or, you know, whatever. Um, or if they say something, you're like, you know what, it'll be okay or I can help you with that. That's fine. But let's not try to change their anxiety and their stuff unless they're really needing help changing it and they're, they're asking for you to change it. 
because you're going to waste your energy with that. And then now the social, the spiritual distancing is going to get closer because you're going to be over here trying to help them and they're very toxic energy. And we don't want that to happen. Allow people to work through this in their own way. That's what you want to do. You want to allow them to work through. And if they're family members, yeah, it's a bummer. But I'll tell you, I'm the opposite. I know a lot of a lot of people who I know, family members, they're constantly afraid of everything. They're afraid of everything. They're afraid of going out of the country. This was before this happened. They're afraid of leaving the country, leaving their state. Um, they're afraid that the economy might crash. They're afraid they're not going to have any retirement. They're afraid that uh, they, uh, you know, might get cancer. I'm not even kidding you. This is not even a joke. Um, they're pretty sure that eventually they're going to get cancer or eventually, you know, they're going to get skin cancer or uh, some other type of cancer, some health issue and that, that they're not going to be able to take care of themselves when they get old. It's like mind boggling. So I'm very good at the spiritual distancing in that regard. It's just, you got to let them work through it. Um, we all manifest our own reality. You're right. Just positive attitude. No getting sucked in. Um, Laura has a question. Oh, Kimberly says, I just bought the Shungite from you yesterday. Yay, you're going to love that. I love Shungite. Uh, I don't have a high percentage in mediumship when I took the quiz. Actually, I didn't have a per any percentage. Is there still a possibility that I can be a reader? Absolutely. Absolutely, Laura. You do not have to um, be a... First of all, you don't have to be a medium to do readings. That That is, uh, I, think, it, I think it's like 10% of psychics actually our mediums so that's an entirely that gets into an entirely different um uh skill set i guess i would say and the other thing is even if you're not a medium or don't test high it doesn't mean that you still won't be able to have some spirit activity or spirit communication going on which would be like with guides angels councils that sort of thing so a mediumship is really defined as someone who connects with uh, loved ones who've passed over, not not guides and angels, because readers can do that. So for instance, if Laura, let's say you were reading Brandy, just because it's the next name. Um, a, a medium would be that you actually become a different color energetically to spirits, and they know that you can hear them. So maybe Brandy's uh, loved ones, some of them have come to you and said, I really, really want to talk to Brandy. Here's what I want to say, yada, yada, yada. That's what a medium is. It's somebody who, for the purpose of um, translating information, you kind of think of it as a spiritual translator, you have access to other people's loved ones for the purpose of help and healing. That doesn't mean that you don't have access to guides and different things for the purpose of help and healing as a reader does. So don't even, don't even worry about it. The other thing if you are new to taking any of the psychic ability classes or and or you're just you taking them and you don't even might not even know this as you develop your psychic senses that test will change over time you will find that you when you're developing some others will develop as well like a domino effect so that test that you took today in six months or took just recently in six months is probably going to be different as long as you continue to work on your development. So other gifts will heighten, raise, change, and that sort of thing. But yes, absolutely, there's a possibility that you can be a reader. Brandy says, my health um, unraveled about a week ago when I started reading about symptoms. 
I immediately started getting a tight chest, difficulty breathing. I'm trying so hard to work through this because I know it's anxiety, but I still can't shake it fully. Looking forward to your book. Hope it'll help. Um, Brandy, I don't normally do this, but I can feel the fear, and I never do readings. But regardless of what, even if you were to take the test and it said positive, whatever, you're going to be fine. Your health is, you're fine. You're, you definitely are going to, uh, um, whatever happens eventually is going to, uh, fix itself and you're going to you're you're going to end up this is not the end of you I'll just say that you're but I do know you are you have a tendency to be very anxious anyways so stop watching the news take a deep breath and if you feel like you need to go somewhere go somewhere but you're 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 healthier than you realize that's what I'll leave it at that um so everybody's on board with the spiritual distancing we need to make a like i should make a bumper sticker <laughs> i swear with that um okay kimberly says i think my biggest problem is not necessarily worried about myself but i feel so bad for others who are ill older uh, health care work okay um kimberly we as a reader, as an empath, as whatever that you're going to be as a psychic, we really, it's okay to have empathy to a point, it is, but everybody has to take responsibility, and it's important that they do, for their life choices that they've made up until this point. You are now looking at, let's just say, when you say my biggest problem is worrying about my, not worrying about myself, but others who are ill. Let's just say you're talking 800 people who are ill. And then healthcare workers. Let's say you're talking 80,000 healthcare workers. Do you know how many choices that they have had to make in their life up until this day today? It's insanely mind-boggling. Every choice of their food, their health, their exercise, their happiness, who they've hung out with, what their toxicity level is as far as relationships, energy, are they open-minded, are they closed-minded, are they taking care of their health, are they ignoring health things, are they just living life like there's no tomorrow and there's just no repercussions, are they, on the flip side, are they so anxious that they don't do anything and that they're concerned that something's going to get them over every corner. You... It's okay to have empathy, but it's also very important that you respect their journey. It really, really is. They have the gift of being able to make choices every single day of their life that gets them to where they're at today. Might be food, might be diet, might be energy, might be a location, might be job, but that's their gift. That's their journey, and we have to respect that they get choices just like we get choices and we can't judge them for their choices and we can't be involved in their birth chart which they also wrote at the beginning of their life because that was what they got to do just like you got to do and so you have to remove yourself into not judgment and observing what what that their journey is up until this point it doesn't really involve you unfortunately and that sounds harsh but other people's journeys don't really involve you unless it actually involves you in your in your tight knit circle and then um, it, it then you can do different things and or healthcare workers they're choosing to kind of help other people you know so you can go into jobs that help other people but you can't be attached to their journey if you are i promise you'll be disappointed every time 
every single time. The, the way that people make choices, if, if you're really wanting them to live a certain life, it, you're, you're going to struggle all the time because a lot of people will not live their life according to the, the best way that you can see them living their life. And that's even, we as outsiders a lot of times can see choices that people are making um, easier than they can see, but that doesn't mean that there's no responsibility there for them. I just... You'll notice if you did things like I did too, if you if you did um, as many readings as I did, you'll notice that a lot of times people just know they're making bad choices and they do it anyways. And they just keep doing it and they keep doing it and they keep doing it. And eventually they get to somewhere they're like wanting to undo it and then they still don't undo it. They still kind of keep going down that road. And so I, I don't judge them for it, but I have to respect their choice because it's their life and they get to be doing whatever they want to and and I want them to be able to make their choice I want them to have that freedom so um, Elaine says I gotta click on this a friend of mine felt ill exhausted after talking to me when we were talking about the meeting with another person then again she was listening to the recent energy podcast I had suggested because she and her daughter may have been affected by recent energy in my culture there's a saying when you're going to grow spiritually, sometimes bad things will come and interfere. Is that the case here? Um, I'm not quite getting that, Elaine, but I'm wondering if you are saying um, when you're growing spiritually, does that, like as a planet, then bad things can come and interfere? Um, yeah, that's kind of what's happening. And, and actually, I do see that a lot. I do see that when, even myself, not just with other people, but when I'm really onto something, a really good podcast, a really good class, and I've got good info, like good juicy info for you guys, oh geez, you wouldn't even believe what happens. Computer shuts down, um, you know, uh, something will delete itself. I mean, it just obstacle after obstacle after obstacle. And that's always when I know that we're, I'm on the cusp of doing some really good spiritual work every time like it's I'm conditioned at this point in time that is when I'm on the cusp of man I'm I got something good going I gotta get this out because everything's trying to shut it down so yes um, Vicky says sometimes when I'm meditating I feel a very strange feeling coming from my face kind of like a pulsing sensation can't get that feel I can't get that feeling consistent consistently sorry how can I get that feeling on a consistent basis? Don't concentrate on the feeling, Vicki. Uh, that's not, you don't want to concentrate on that. You want to concentrate on um, the, the, the more you concentrate on it, the harder it's going to be to get. You want to concentrate on what your, what your goal is when you're meditating and what you're trying to do. Um, you want to have very clear goals when you're meditating. You want to know exactly what you're kind of trying to do. I highly suggest visualizing when you're meditating. I think that that's more effective than anything. Instead of trying to calm your body and do all this Zen work, um, you know, instead of trying to just like, oh, I need to feel everything, just relax and whatever. Instead of doing that, imagine that you do feel relaxed the next day. Imagine that in the future, imagine that that night you just you're calmer than you've normally been. You're at dinner, you go to work, you open the mail, and you're like, the mail's not that big a deal. We you usually worried about it because of bills. I think that most people should use meditating purely for vi uh, visualizing, visualizing the how that they want 
the how that you want to feel during the meditative state, I guess I would say, like in tune, clarity, uh, relaxed. I feel that people should use that for visualizing that in the future. Clarity in the future, clarity tonight, things coming to you, feeling tuned in, feeling uh, spirit contact, enjoying like your skills developing. Like I feel like that should be a visualizing th thing is what meditating. Uh, thank you for your spiritual distancing insight. It's changed with those. It's challenging with those who I love, especially when my nurturing and health, healing instinct, instincts kick in. I have a tongue twister going on. But I can see where I need to create some distance at this time. Yes, you need to create some distance at this time, but I can tell, Sally, by what you're saying that you need to work on um, your nurturing and healing habits with... with uh, toxic energy or um, low frequency energy. And I know that you're new to the empath group and you're new to the class. So as you work through that and as you go through the lifestyle plan, you'll start learning to change your habits and you'll start. This is for you, Sally. This is for you. This class is for you to bring you strength. This class is for you to really protect yourself. It is for you to Build power and feel in control and feel the best that you've ever felt in your life. And once you get that way, once you get there, as you're going through the class, and you're going through the lifestyle plan, and you're doing all that, it's going to ripple into your loved one's lives. You're going to be viewed as a powerhouse. You're going to be accidentally, without even realizing it, you're going to be rippling this really powerful energy out into your, your loved one's lives. This is literally the best thing that you can do for them is really building this energy for you. So I am super excited to see kind of how you you do in this class and how you learn that, you know, your nurturing and healing instincts, instincts will, will do it without you even thinking about it. The more powerful you become, the more powerful of a healer and you do it without even realizing it. it's just going to just pour out. Yeah, I know, right? Bumper sticker. <laughs> Spiritual distancing 2020. Yes, that is awesome. Okay, so uh, this helps a lot. And uh, Elaine says, thank you, Cher. I feel like my body is rocking when I meditate. I'm not physically rocking, but it feels as... Yeah, that's un not uncommon. You're, just, you're feeling movement with your spiritual body. Um, you're feeling energy. Energy can make you feel like you're kind of doing this. It can make you feel like you're moving around, you know. So uh, that's totally normal. Okay, so I'm getting to the end. Uh, is it because I'm vibrating? Yes, a lot of times it is because you're vibrating. All right. So I'm going to uh, get into a couple questions that I had in the group. That's why I'm looking over here. If you have questions, go ahead and post them because we got like 10 minutes left. All right. So, um, Vicki also said, when becoming familiar with the information you're getting with your own particular spiritual gifts, how do I create a symbolic dictionary with claircognizance, clairsent, and clairsentience? I'm having a hard time coming up with my own personal flashcards because I imagine flashcards is more of a clairvoyance thing. You see sun, so it might mean warmth, day, comfort. You can feel... Uh, images. You can feel a vibe of something. So Vicki, don't get hung up on like seeing it in your mind's eye. Feel it. Your That skill of claircognizance and, and feeling the vibe of somebody 
or something or whatever, you, that's where I'd rather have you practice is feeling the vibe of stuff, feeling the vibe of people. And you, if, you, if you're confused on that, start with does this feel positive or negative? Does it feel like, um, you know, high frequency or low frequency? Like positive is going to be a higher frequency. Negative is going to feel a lower frequency. Does this feel like a color? Does it feel like a, a, a high vibration color, a yellow or a, um, something, a, you know, like an orange or something like that? Or does it feel more of a, a lower vibration color, which would be um, more of a weighted color, like a red? Or does it feel like a, a, just a really relaxed color, like a blue? You know, feel everything. Imaging, when you're when you're working with your spiritual body, it doesn't work like how your brain works with your physical body. Everything does not have to come from your brain. You get a lot of imagery through feeling energy, through feeling the vibe of stuff. And as you learn to tune into the vibe of stuff, you're going to learn to... It, that it, The imagery will start to come to your brain. You, you, you'll start to... Um, allow this uh, dictionary to unfold but instead of trying to get the dictionary just by itself work on the feeling the vibe of all things that you're working on and write them down the vibe of the people the vibe of things whatever that you're working on with your psychic senses I want you to concentrate on the vibe first um, let's see I don't think I had a lot of uh, questions in here at this time that I need to answer. I do want to, um, oh, we had another one from Vicki. Wasn't an example. I did answer that. Oh yeah. So that was, I was talking about carrying that book around with random thoughts. So I, Vicki, I really want you to start keeping a notebook, um, notebook on the vibe of things, how things feel to you. Um, because once you start note, writing down all the time, how things are feeling, how the vibes are, you're going to start noticing patterns and you're going to start being a lot more aware of energy a lot quicker. Um, and then that's when a lot of development will happen. Let's see. The other thing that I wanted to point out to you guys before I have a couple of questions over here is um, as I'm working with the mastermind students, there will be some uh, people who are going to want to practice. And so I did post a thing in the group the other day about somebody or about Holly who wanted to do, do some mediumship practice on um uh, loved ones that maybe had weird ways that they passed over and stuff. So um, that, you know, things like that. Uh, I might post another one where I just maybe maybe see if you want to do like a just a regular reading with some of the students. So I'm going to be working with these mastermind students. And uh, if we get people, I want to offer it to this group first and then we'll move on to, um, I'll move on to my other groups if I need to, to find stuff. Okay. Or to find people, volunteers. Um, Cindy says, I see tiny spark of light going around my eyes when I'm in a deep meditation. Uh, what does that mean? You know, I, you know, this is going to sound really weird, but when sometimes when people get into a deep meditation, there's really weird things that can go on with your retinas. And I know that everybody's probably going to want me to say this is an energetic thing, but your retinas and it can cause different colors and um, sparks sometimes. Um, so I wouldn't really allot that to necessarily anything. Um, it, because probably, see, this is where I cheat all the time because it feels very physical to me. So it doesn't feel like it's necessarily an energetic thing. 
Um, Kim says, my vibration I've noticed lately has started to become higher. It seems like since my dad passed about three weeks ago, my blocks have lifted and I feel better myself. Very good. That can absolutely happen. And uh, Julie says, my question might be off topic. I listen to, well, this is what this is for, all off. I mean, technically, we can talk about anything. Um, my question might be off topic. I listened to an old podcast of yours about astral traveling and astral projection. It's, I seem to be stuck in the sleep paralysis part of astral traveling, and I have been I have been since I was in middle school. Is there a way to move past that? It's very scary to me when it happens, even though it has happened to me many times. How do I break this fear? Um, you know, when you learn, when your brain kind of makes... Um, I guess a connection that you're astral traveling and you realize that that paralysis is part of it. It actually should eliminate some of the fear. But it tends to happen when people are more lightly sleeping, like naps. Um, if, you're, if they're just light sleepers, like if you're having this happen at night time, I, my guess is that you are actually not grounding well enough. And again, see, this is where I cheat. I feel like you're not grounding well enough, and I feel like you need your, um, your exercise level has to be heightened. And I actually think that that is going, would resolve that issue. Because you're going to astro travel just like everybody else in the group is going to be astro traveling. That's just going to be a part of astro traveling. The problem is you're waking before you're getting back into body. And that the reason that that happens is you're in too light a sleep or you've been woke up. If you're having it happen often, so for instance, I had this happen when I would nap. So I hated it so much I was just like, okay, I'm over it. I don't napping's not worth it at this point. It it was a lot of recovery time with feeling groggy, whatnot. Um, if you're having it happen at night, like during bedtime. You have to ramp up your exercise. I know that sounds weird. I know it sounds weird. And if you're exercising now, you need to double it because you're not getting the grounding that you need to get to get that deep sleep and to allow you to not be um, jostled by energy as you're going back into body. So it's a weird thing, but it actually will help you move in and out of body easier. I swear people would just think I'm trying to make them healthy. Not even, like, not not what I'm trying to do. Although I'd love it, but I'm not trying to do that. Okay. So, um, I uh, Linda asks, and I'm getting to the end, uh, purple is a high vibe too. Or high vibe uh, color, I assume. Yes, it's a high vibe color. Uh, lots of activity. You would think that people would be staying home, but I can hear a lot. Well, yes, my subconscious pattern and habit of being drawn to helping others in lower frequencies and energies, um, like a moth to a flame, grateful to have reflected back to me and become more aware of this needed shift. Yes, good, because you need to work on that. Sally, you need to work on that very much so. Um, Julie says, it does happen at night. I'm, I am exercising. I will have to take um, more of an effort now that my kids are home with me. Yeah. You do need to do it. I'm definitely seeing a correlation between grounding, sorry, this is my book, uh, grounding and um, that problem that you're having. And I didn't, I don't expect you to know that because that's something I'm seeing psychically. So 
I hope that you guys enjoyed this today. I'm up at my hour. We're done. Um, watch tomorrow for the book. I want you guys to learn how to shift your mindset. It's time to get that going. And uh, yeah, I hope that you enjoy this. I will be back in what a couple weeks. We'll be doing the master class. So uh, have the most amazing day. It was good to see you all. Um, I'll talk to you soon. Aloha. Bye.